0: Hello, you're listening to the Voiceover Hour podcast, season three, brought to you by the Voiceover Network. Sponsored by Hindenburg, Apogee, Source Elements, and Focusrite. My name's Rachel Naylor, and I'm your host. I've been a voice actor for over 20 years, working in all areas of voiceovers, including video games, commercials, promos, and narration. I'm editor of the Buzz magazine. Founder and director of the VoiceOver Network, and I'm also a multi award winning entrepreneur. The VoiceOver Network is the number one place for voiceover professionals to get the best training, help, support, opportunities, and access to an amazing supportive community. We are all about helping, supporting, and strengthening the voiceover industry. The VoiceOver Hour podcast well, it takes you behind the scenes in the voiceover industry sharing stories insights and so much more they'll be dropping every tuesday they'll be up to an hour long and i'll be talking to some fantastic experts in our industry including voice actors agents producers and casting directors they'll be sharing their stories as well as information and advice to help you with your voiceover journey i started the voiceover network seven years ago Because I wanted to create a safe place for voiceover professionals to come together, to help and support each other, to get the right information and to strengthen this incredible industry we work in. The VoiceOver Network is a global community of voiceover professionals and I'm so proud of what we've created. I want to empower you on your journey. Hello everybody, hello and welcome to the VoiceOver Hour podcast. Now I've got a very special guest for you today. I'm really excited about bringing on the amazing, the incredible Celia Siegel. Now Celia Siegel is a very good friend of mine, and she's also a successful entrepreneur. She's an author, a business strategist, and prior to founding CSM, was a top West Coast talent agent. And her goal is to help talent build powerful and rewarding careers. Celia's book is called Voiceover Achiever. And she has helped voice actors around the globe succeed, grow, and develop. Plus, Celia Siegel Management and also check out the VO Chateau. We'll find out more about that in a minute. Welcome, Celia. Rachel, I'm so happy to get to hang out with you today. Oh, thank you so much for joining us on the Voice Over Hour podcast. It's so wonderful to have you here. Hey
1: okay, My pleasure. So good to be here. So,
0: we—I mean, we met. Gosh, we met years ago at, at a conference. We met. I think we met in LA, didn't we? I remember we went for brunch.
1: We didn't met we? in LA. It was
0: Maybe 2016. Could have been. Yeah, I think it was Does 2016. that Sound about right. Yeah, and we're always seeing each other at all these voiceover conferences because you do a lot of talks and a lot of teaching and workshops and helping voice actors with their branding and sharing your. Your years of knowledge, so um, which is fantastic. So we're going to delve into some of
1: that in a minute. So, um, so how did you get started? Let's just start at the very beginning. I won't sing the Mary Poppins song. <laughs> no, it's not Mary Poppins. Well, Julie Andrews, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sound of Music. Yes. Um, so that. I actually, my first job out of college mm-hmm. um, was as a receptionist at a talent agency. Um, I think talking to a lot of agents out in the world, you know, a lot of people like started the mailroom, started the front desk. Mm. Um, And I just took one look at specifically the voiceover agents and they were really smart and making stuff happen and their clients were so amazing and interesting. I was just hooked. And within Mm. that first year, I was promoted to agent And um, yeah, I was like, okay, this is it. And um, I always wanted to work in Los Angeles. Um, So I just started getting better and better at agenting until I could get my butt to LA. Um, And I got a job at CESD in Los Angeles. Um, And then I got married and was lucky enough to get to move to San Francisco for a stint. And I worked at uh, J.E. talent in San Francisco back when it was Mitchell talent. Um, And uh, yeah, with lots of stories in between. So I ended up being a talent agent for 14 years um, before I hung a shingle on the door and opened up my management company in uh, 2002, I believe.
0: Wow. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And so you started your management company and then you started helping people with branding?
1: Yeah. So, you know, that first job I had at the Wayman Agency in Minneapolis in 1989, so a kajillion years ago, um, my boss, Susan, really like trained me in with the art of talent agenting. Back then, I had about twelve voiceover clients. We had hundreds of actors and models, but we actually managed the careers of the voice talent. Um, and it was a small pool of people back there. They all did incredibly well. Um, these were the the years of you know just huge campaigns, you know, network campaigns and and uh, promo and. Um, So I was lucky enough to learn, you know, how to represent actors really well. But Susan taught me how to promote them as individuals, really to manage them as individuals. And I got really interested right out of the gate in branding. So we actually branded each of our voiceover talent, you know, when I was an agent back in the day with my small roster. Um, so yeah, I've always been interested in, in branding and how it fits in with entrepreneurship mm. and like gets us ahead in, in life. Absolutely, absolutely. And
0: I mean, I think, yeah, the thing in in voiceovers is it's such a an exciting industry. And like, let's be honest, I feel like it's the best job in the world. Um, and there is, you know, there's more voiceover work now than there has ever been. I mean, it's just the industry has exploded there are also more voiceover artists now than there have ever been. And that means there's lots of competition. And I'm, I'm often talking to people, you know, how do you stand out in the crowd, you know, in a, in a, in a marketplace of of lots of talented voice actors and how do you stand out? And I think absolutely the key is your
1: branding. Totally. Branding is such an amazing tool. So with, you know, on one hand, we have so much great business, so many great ways to get that business that we didn't have numbers of years ago. It is such a thrilling time. Um, but how do we stand out? You know, so I just love getting to know people and really what makes them tick, what makes them special, and then really spelling that out to the world. You know, Your brand is really your highlighter, you know, amongst this sea of people. So we have a lot of fun and a lot of momentum is had through the process of creating brands for actors.
0: Nice. Wonderful. Oh, that's so exciting. And, um, and it is, I mean, yeah, I, I often say to people that the, yeah, the key to branding is to be you, right. To be who you are. Cause that's, you know, people, you know, how do you, how do you, what's your USP in, in voiceovers? What, what is your USP? And that's, like
1: you being authentically you. Absolutely. And, you know, we all say that, but everybody who's tried to do it, it's not easy. Yeah. You know, I think we've been told, especially in such a competitive field, like you need to be perfect, you know, and everything needs to be just so. And really, when you think about the voice actors who've really taken off, and have really mega careers, it is the ones who are authentic and who lend something a little bit special. And they're not just trying to fit into that perfection mold, you know, so in your, you're creating your brand um, and you can go to my website and um, look at my, I think there's a brands tab at Celie and just really look at all of those little thumbnails of different brands. And you can start to get a sense of the individuality of each of those people, you know, so you guys are not just men and just women. And, you know, in these, you know, huge categories, that's part of your brand, but really it's that thumbprint of exactly what is in your DNA. Um, And it's, it's great to tell that story and to use it to lure in you know, a buyer to to care, to learn more about you and hear you. And to remember you as well, you and know, because that's, that's the key. Remember,
0: Absolutely. Because um, they'll, yes, they remember your voice, but if they can remember your voice and be like, oh my gosh, that's the guy who's like into surfing or, you know, that's the one, you know, or there's something else about that they can
1: remember you by and they can Absolutely. put their finger on. And um, it's really... Um, you know, beyond that, really, it's about how you make people feel, you know, Mm -hmm. so if you can make, you know, that person you want to make an impression on, if you can make them laugh, if you're funny, like, please, like, what is more memorable than humor? If you can make them feel something, if you can connect with them, um, those are the hooks that help them remember you.
0: And would you say that there's a there's a vulnerability as well that you kind of you need to, to have a bit of vulnerability in terms of opening up yourself and who you are
1: and sharing that with the world. Absolutely. And not many people really do that. Mm-hmm. And, um no, absolutely. I think, you know, we don't invite the perfect people to our dinner parties. You know, those aren't the people who capture our imaginations. It's mm-hmm. the ones who will let their guard down and really show you who they are that we feel close to. You know, and the same is true of your branding. You know, if you can share something about yourself um, that maybe everybody won't love. Um, You know, I always say great brands repel as many as they attract, you know, so um, or I call it a beige wall when you try to please everyone, which I would say of all the people I've branded. Most people are like, ooh, but what if somebody doesn't like that? Or ooh, but then these people won't notice me. And I'm like, ooh, you're being a beige wall. Once you smooth all of those things out, you're going to be in the mushy middle. You will not garner any interest. Nobody's going to be like hating on you, but nobody's going to love you and hire you either. Yeah. So it is that vulnerable piece where you're like, oh, can I really tell that or show that? Um, Or... You know, if I say I believe in this, the people who believe in that Mm -hmm. will shun me, which is true, especially these days.
0: Yes. You know,
1: so as a strategy, you have to really think about that. But I find people who stand for their values and what they believe in really do attract that remembrance. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, no, totally. And it is such a tricky one. And people often ask me about you know how should they? How should what? Do, what do they do about social media? And and they they find social media confusing because oh my gosh, I've got to be funny, I've got to be interesting, I've got to say the right thing and post beautiful pictures. And actually, social media works when you're when you're true to who you are. And and people all well, should I talk about politics? And that that is up to you because. It, yeah, it, you will attract and you will repel people. Like, so for me, I do talk about, I don't talk about it loads, but I talk about the fact that I'm a vegan. I'm a really proud vegan. And that to some people is going to be like, yes, you know, we get her. And there are going to be people out there who are like, woof, vegans, yuck. And that's okay because I'm, I'm comfortable with that. And that is a vulnerability because you are, you're putting yourself out there to, yeah, to be disliked by a certain percentage of the population
1: um, but that's OK, because that's something I feel strongly about. Absolutely. And most people aren't going to say, oh, that Rachel Naylor, I was going to book her on this big campaign, but she's <laughs> a vegan, you know, <laughs> like somebody will be annoyed. Like I yes. I have a dear, dear friend that I met when I was in college and his father is a big cattle farmer in Iowa. And we went to their lake house one weekend and he was like I was a vegetarian and he said, eat whatever you want but don't say vegetarian i was like are you serious <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay i can avoid that issue but you oh, know um, but, yeah, but yeah. no, i did
0: i recently got booked for a really nice um commercial a hair product that is vegan i don't think i can talk about it yet nice um, but yes so that was nice and i was like yes nice vegan hair product so that was that was nice i feel like that that came to me you know energetically so that was good.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I love it when that
0: happens. <laughs> so let's, let's, I want to keep talking about branding and then we're going to come on to the management stuff in a minute. But, um, I, I'd love to, to know about like when, let's talk about when branding goes wrong. So when uh-huh. people get it wrong, cause I think that's always kind of an interesting one.
1: What, what, right. what is it that people do when they, when they get it wrong? Yeah. So, you know, I talk to actors all the time and I always offer, you know, I'll look at people's, you know, website real quick and just give a first impression of it. And I would say most often the thing people do wrong is they build their website before they think about their brand. Yes. So, you know, people spend all this money on these beautiful websites, but it could belong to any one of you out there. You know, so that is a missed opportunity that I see a lot. Um, let's see, you're trying to please all of the people, yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. doing a brand that could belong to anybody, you know. So um, if you branded yourself as the voiceover talent from London, you know, yeah. that would be you and everybody else there, right? Yeah. yeah. Or an example, you know, is like the guy next door, you know, like that is a big category of people, especially now that the conversational read has been so big for so long and it's not going anywhere. You know, you all need to be the guy or the gal next door. So you need to like hone down on that and give me a little bit something else to know you by. Um, So definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, cuz you've got to be, yeah, you've got to be memorable. Like um, like Mike Cooper, the guy next door, only better and yeah. British. <laughs> yeah. Like then we've layered a story on more of a cliche that paints a very clear picture that is really memorable.
0: Uh. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, so that and that's kind of the example of when it goes right. And when it goes right is when people remember you and they kind of they can go, oh, my gosh, that yes, that person who, oh, yeah, I know she really likes that. And because I often say to people, bring in, you know, things that you that you like outside of voiceovers that you enjoy doing or that you enjoy talking about, you know, you go to a party and what do you talk about? That's what I kind of say to people. What, what is it that you talk about? Um, you know, is it surfing or is it dogs or is it cats or is it, you know, and then that's, then you can start kind of going down those routes in terms of, yeah, just sharing a bit of who you are and
1: using that in your branding so that it feels, it feels like you. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I know I kind of dropped off on the the what goes wrong. Let me just say one more quick thing is oh, yes. you need to look professional. So, I mean, I look at a lot of sites that don't even look professional. You know, yeah. so that's that's an obvious wrong. Um, and then trying to be too perfect yeah, and perfect. leaving everything out about yourself. I've had people actually brand with me and really fight with me about showing pieces of themselves um, who have come back and said, okay, I get it. Can we yeah. hone in on this a little bit and show more of myself? Because it's, yeah. it's hard, you know, especially for people, you know, who are, didn't grow up with like a camera in front of their face their whole life and are just sharing themselves all of the time. So um, that's another um, one, one to watch. So definitely. definitely. And just on the website thing, like,
0: please, everybody, like, tell us who you are and when I say that I often look at look at voice actors websites and it doesn't say what their accent is or where they are in the world and that's so important to know it's basic but it's really important because it's a global market and as much as you may just be you know you maybe you're in LA and you're just promoting yourself to people in LA but there may be somebody in New York you know and London and Toronto who see you and They want to know straight away and it helps with your SEO as well. So your search engine optimization to say, you know, what is your accent and where are you based and where are you from? What's your background? Because all the, all the things, you know, your heritage is so important. And I think, you know, there was a time when people shied away from their heritage because they were worried that that was going to go against them. You know, whether they've got you know lots of you know multicultural or you know where their parents come from, your grandparents. But that is all brilliant now because casting directors want to
1: know that information so that they can cast authentically. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, there's a whole process that I put into it when I brand people. So these are all great points. But I have this thing that I've cultivated over the decades, which is called the brand finder, that is really a methodology that if you go through and answer the questions really honestly, without editing yourself, like it's all right there. You know, your brand is just you, what you like, what you do. Um, You know, Bezos's quote is, you know, it's what people say about you when you leave the room, you know, so it's not something you're creating from nothing It's something you're creating a story about that's already there. So it's a really fun project, you know, for anybody like, you know, I I specialize in voiceover, but like really no matter what you do, like to work on your personal brand is an exercise that can actually like make your entrepreneurship better, you know, it can really up your game in everything you touch. Definitely, definitely,
0: definitely amazing okay so I want to talk to you about being a manager and the VO Chateau but what we're going to do is we're just going to take a short pause to hear from our amazing sponsors this podcast is sponsored by Apogee Hindenburg Source Elements and Focusrite. Source Elements, pioneers in remote recording since 2005. Whether you're narrating lines for films, audiobooks, animation or video games, with Source Connect, you will deliver remote voiceover takes in the highest quality and in perfect sync over the internet. This podcast is brought to you by Focusrite Vocaster. Focusrite's recording interfaces have already helped make more recordings than any other ever now with vocaster it has never been so simple to get the best sounding podcast with auto game enhance and easy start tool all the things you need to get recorded vocaster is the easiest way to set up your show find out more at focus or search vocaster tell the world This podcast was sponsored by Apogee, your audio solution. When it comes to home studios, Apogee is on the cutting edge, providing excellence in every area. They creatively think outside the box to create solutions for all the day-to-day problems faced by voiceover artists. And finally, Hindenburg Narrator, intelligent and intuitive software editing to solve your most common audiobook narration challenges from uneven levels and noise reduction to ACX and find a validation. Download your exclusive VON 60-day trial and $50 discount code at hindenburg.com forward slash voiceover network. Hi, cutie. Okay, hello everyone. So we are back with the amazing Celia Seagull, who is the you know voiceover branding expert, voiceover manager, and the owner of Vo Chateau. So, Celia, tell us a bit about your your management company.
1: Sure. So, um, you know, like we've been talking about the branding as kind of the foundation of things, but just. You know, I just love working with performers so much and have done it for so long that, you know, Celia Siegel Management has really evolved into me working with talent in all of my favorite ways. Um, So we are, you know, a branding company, and then some of the people who I brand stay on Um, to my management arm. So I have what is um, the Live Your Brand program and my management program. And um, all of my clients are on the VO Chateau, um, which I separated off from Celia Siegel Management just because I talk about branding so much. It was confusing the buyers. So I have a full service management company where um, we really look at each of our clients, we do their brand, Um, we do a business plan for them. So it's a very um, uh, individualized management partnership. So I know where everybody's at, I know where they want to be. And we just really look at that steps of how can my team and I help you get to those places. Um, So we do a lot of marketing, as you can imagine, Um, So we take that brand and we shout it out into the world. So marketing is the next step of branding. Um, So I have an ad agency in Los Angeles that does my, my mailers and we spend a lot of time. I've got four writers on staff and we really spend a lot of time marketing messages about all of the genres that we promote talent in. Um, So we touch on everything. So for my management company, like right from the get go, it's helping people get more work in whatever genre they're good at, what they're interested in. So we know that through our business planning and I've got a whiteboard over here and I know all of my clients, like big three goals, like what are we working on? And then my team and I just try to help bolster that. So I know how much money people want to make per month. I know who wants what agents. I know who wants to get into a different genre. And then we help people um, with sort of consulting with what's going on with their career. So we're always here to, you know, help people get from here to where they want to go. Um, so that's how my management team works. Like we're very actor centric. Um, And we are success strategists for you guys. So um, it's been really great. Um, Honestly, during the pandemic, um, you know, what are we going to do but work? You know, so we really, my team and I, I mean, I have the smartest, greatest. I love my team so much. And we all just double down on creating excellence for you know, like the perfect pandemic career of voiceover. And we just like, yeah. like took it and ran with it. And things have just been growing exponentially since then. It's just been the silver lining yeah. of kind of a pivot and a new focus. You know, we ended up getting a lot of of theatrical talent, a lot of Broadway people, musicians, you know, who pivoted over to this side of things. Um, and then, of course, our actors that we've known um, all took uh, took the timing, you know, grabbed it and ran with it. So I would say, you know, management-wise, we're bringing more opportunities to our clients than ever before. So it's been really exciting.
0: Nice. Awesome. And, and so what are you seeing in terms of trends that are happening in the industry at the moment? Because, of course, we've been through... We've been through the strangest time in history, where we've you know had this weird thing called COVID. And um, it's funny, isn't it? When you think like when it was just like this strange little thing that was in China, and then suddenly it was in Italy, and then suddenly it was like everywhere. And the you know the where we all stayed in our houses and lockdown, and where you know it's just in such a strange time. But we've come, fingers crossed. Well, we're out the other side now. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what are you seeing happening? with trends in the voiceover voiceover industry at the moment.
1: Yeah, I really feel like COVID, you know, was a horrible thing, but such a blessing to our industry. Um, Trend-wise, I think that you guys are all empowered as agents of your own entrepreneurship like never before. Yeah. So everybody, you know, your home studio needs to be so tuned in, you know, so... Anybody out there whose uh, studio needs a little extra help from a pro, like that Mm. matters more than ever. Um, You know, the conversational read um, is here to stay, you know, and that has ebbed and flowed to, you know, more empathetic, to snarkier, to, you know, back to empathetic, depending on what's going on in the world. Um, So I would say that's a big trend, um, real yeah. conversational, like more real than ever. I would yeah. say, yeah. um, speed, you know, uh, fast turnarounds are, yeah. in, it's been a trend, but, um, yeah. I think during the pandemic when people really were just sitting behind their mic all day, um, that expectation is, you know, more than ever before. Um, and I, I just see the trend of, of being able to connect with the buyers in so many different ways. You know, yeah. you've got your agents, you know, um, you've got your personal marketing, you know, you've got great managers out there now who can be huge partners um, and a huge help to your voiceover career. Um, so there's all these different ways, social media, yeah. um, very powerful. You know, so here you can you know, spread it out in this pie of like, how do I connect to that person so I can get to that number I've laid out in my business plan that I want to be making weekly. And you can really do it. You know, I mean, as long as you're amazing at this and keep training um, and are really focused on your, on your business plan and have a strong brand, great demos, you know, so just being able to connect all these different ways, I would say is a really positive trend nice you know definitely
0: definitely yeah absolutely so let's talk about different genres um tell us you know kind of what what's you know what's booking at the moment like what's hot
1: you know during covid um that was long long overdue is that the ad agencies and people hiring voices are finally um, being representative of the people out there. Um, So the addition of BIPOC talent um, in castings as just the normal way of being, like making room at the table for everybody um, has been... color or accent or... Accent, color... Um, has been, you know, a long overdue trend. So now when you see a casting, they really are asking for, you know, all genders, all ethnicities. um, And that has been really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you listen on air, you know, um, you hear it. And everybody's being represented. And it's not just one kind of voice um, talking at us. Um, So that's been pretty cool to watch. Yeah, which is great, fantastic, and and what about the different
0: genres that are kind of booking at the moment? Is there are there any kind of changes with that? Yeah, I
1: would say you know there's the usual, you know, of course commercials are king, you know, promo still huge, corporate still huge, you know, so all of the old standby types of voiceovers that we've always um, you know booked um, are still there. But for me and my management company and kind of our day-to-day, I'm seeing so much internet usage stuff because really that's what television used to be as far as where the attention is going. Um, So lots of um, internet voiceovers um, of all kinds. And then we are incredibly focused. Um, I know you're... um, You're over the pond, um, but here in the States um, right now, political is a really big thing. So, we um, have been really focusing on getting to know the political consultancies, um, where to find the candidates, you know, how to get a hold of that work. And it is an incredibly, incredibly exciting place to be. you know, the worse the news gets, uh, the more money is thrown at political. So it's huge business. And um, so we're really helping all of our clients, you know, get into political. You do need a separate demo. Um, You do need to pick a side. Um, But we've been doing a lot of marketing. Um, I sent um, our head of casting, Aya, to a big convention, um, the, the Reed Awards, um, and we met a bunch of, of people there. And um, that just built every week, um, more and more and more political. So um clearly that's you're hearing the energy in my voice on that. That's yeah. been a really, really great place. So yep, I would say, you know, all things um digital yeah. and political. You know, and everything else is holding its own with like status quo, you know, mm. going strong on all the other genres as well.
0: Nice, nice, awesome, awesome. Um, and let's talk about the Vo chateau. Tell us a bit more about the Vo chateau,
1: what it is, and yeah, yeah, so as my management company grew and grew, um we decided to pull off the Vo chateau and speak directly to the buyers. Um, so Vio Chateau is where you can find all of our management clients, um, all in categories. Um, so we um, send all the buyers back to there to listen to our our clients. And we do a lot of marketing to the V.O. Chateau. And, and we've been um, really successful in that. Um, political is so big that we made it its own section. So there's a a whole political section. You can kind of hear what's booking and political. Um, And then another trend, global voices and um, localization is a huge trend. So now if I live in Chicago, I want to hear a Chicago accent or, you know, if I live in a certain part of a certain country. So We started getting asked a lot for voices from all over the world. So we started the Global Chateau where we have people that speak um, many, many, many different languages and accents. And uh, we market that and use that as a a place so that when people ask us for, for all different kinds of talent that we are able to turn around there. We've got relationships with people from all over the world. Nice. both as and act, actors and, and the buyer side. So that's amazing. been really great. It's getting to be a really small and exciting planet that we live on in voiceover yes. for sure. Definitely. Definitely. And so for those that are listening, what is the, cause I,
0: I often, you know, voice actors are looking for agents and then, and then what's the difference between an agent and a manager for those that are listening?
1: Great question. So we all know what agents do, you know, so they're going to get you auditions and book you on those auditions when they come through. Um, agents are busy people, um, you know, and and I don't mean to say that, that they don't care to do the things that the, the management side of things traditionally does. But traditionally, a management relationship is going to be a little bit more handholding in depth, a little bit more Strategy analysis. In my case, um, I'm always going to do your brand. I'm always going to do your business plan. I'm always going to do your marketing. Um, but it's that you know, going back to where are you at now? Where do you want to go? Is we like to strategically step through that with people in a way that is is more in depth. I would say than an agent. So I like to work very much. I love agents. I to being an agent. Um, So I work very much in tandem with all of my clients, agents, you know, we are all on, you know, if if I was managing you, I would be team Rachel, you know, my whole, you know, everybody who worked at CSM would be in there, you know, trying to make your life and career more awesome. So we just pay really great attention to the individual and what they need. Um, So it's like extra help. So it's not instead of having agents, but it's a kind of a booster um, to working on your business. And typically, um, as a manager, I like to have relationships with buyers who, you know, the last thing any of you guys need is to be in on the next big cattle call. You know, you guys get really busy. And I don't like to see my clients only being in the darkness of their booth reading the same copy everybody else in the whole country is reading, sometimes the world, Um, So my management team and I um, try to bring my clients opportunities that we read in-house and we book in-house, you know. So I think that's a really great feeling to know that, you know, one of your teams, you know, is bringing in fresh opportunities that there aren't hundreds of people reading for. You know, I'm not saying you shouldn't read those. There's some juicy stuff there, you know, and we want to be in on that too. Um, But I would say a hallmark of what we do for our clients is bring them opportunities, um, hopefully book them straight from their demos. We do a lot of direct bookings. um, And um, when people read stuff in-house, it's booked in-house. Nice. Nice. Nice.
0: And so, um, when you're, when you're taking on new clients, what are you looking for?
1: You know, I can tell, you know, um, just, I've done this for so long. So I like, well, of course, somebody whose voice we can sell, you know, and who's more than their voice, but their talent. Um, so we love lifelong learners, you know, we bring, um, Um, really great speakers. And, you know, we're always teaching stuff. We have workout groups within the management company. Um, But I also work with each individual and my team does about, you know, who to continue coaching with, you know, so people who coach, people who are entrepreneurs, people who understand um, that they need a brand and are willing to do the work um, so that again, they're more sellable. Um, So yeah. And it's it's like a marriage. I mean, I would say anytime yeah. you get a new agent or a new manager, you know, it, it is a you can just tell, you know, yeah. if, if you're going to do good work together and be better together than you yeah. are alone. Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, talk to people and um, just lay out what we do. You know, I think it's yeah. important, um, you know, when you're considering management, really understand what it is that your team does and what they yeah. don't do. Um, and, um, yeah, but people who are willing to grow together. Um, so it's not necessarily that I've got my eyes peeled for that person who's already making seven figures, you know, already making six figures. It's, um, what really excites us is taking on somebody with amazing talent and pushing their career forward, you know? So, um, if we believe in somebody even earlier in their career, um, you know, the idea of somebody who you know will collaborate and do the work and actually move from point A to point B and beyond um, are the people that um, we get excited about. Nice.
0: Yeah, because it's that thing, I think, you know, often voice actors think, OK, I need to get an agent or I need to get a manager and then I can kind of sit back and, and watch the work come in. But it's actually when you, when you, you know, when you get an agent, you get a manager, that's when this, the work starts, you know, you, you cannot sit back and just wait for, for things to happen. You have to, you have to be working just as hard as them to, to, to get yourself out there and, and do the networking and all that, you know, the training and yeah, make sure you're ready.
1: Right. And your demos are awesome and that you have, you know, the demos for the genres that you want to work yep. in. Um definitely yeah the work starts so yeah it's the people who are like um and i can tell in an initial interview when it's like well show me the money and you know i'm going to the beach and i mean it really is a lot of work um and a lot of it is just being available you know really accessible with your handlers you know with your management team with your agents like communicate to them you know we had somebody do a political spot a few weeks ago, um, I uh, on my team booked her uh, for this great spot straight from her demo, no audition. Um, she does the spot and she gets on an air, like a long flight. You know, like tell your handlers, yes. like, "Hey, the job went great, but just know I'm getting on an airplane. Can you tell them I'm in? I've got a really short window, and then I'm going to be gone for five hours. You know, so yeah, communication." Mm. and availability, and you have learning. And, mm. and, you know, this is a fun business, you know, like we're not, you know, working at a funeral home or, you know, no. like doing something really <laughs> dire. Um, um, Sweet. Yeah,
0: you know? this is an amazing industry.
1: It's an amazing industry. So it's like, okay, you know, we have one life to live. You know we we could the world is our oyster. We can connect to anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. We can like make our goals and make it happen. You know, so let's have fun doing it. Like that's a good client to me. It's like somebody who has fun on the journey, you know, which I would say is true of all of my clients. Like, you know, like the 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 chase and the win and like mm-hmm. the setting the goals and making them happen um, is exciting and and um, it's really empowering to know. That you can have whatever career you want, you yes. know. You just need the right team, yes. and you need to play your cards right. Absolutely,
0: it, and it is. I think, I think often, you know, I talk, I, I talk a lot about goal setting, and goal setting is really hard. I mean, really, really hard. You know, everybody, you know, but we all need to continue to do our goal setting because that's that's so important, so that you can have something to focus on and a direction to head to, and then you can be, you know, showing the other people that you know it's about like bringing that energy into your world is am I making sense (laughs) oh
1: absolutely no I have everybody I'm like well because success to one person might be a certain amount of money a week yeah success to another person might be 10 20 30 times that much money yeah and you get to call your own success. Like that person yeah. who would be happy, you know, with a few bookings a week and that's what they want and it's their timeline. They don't want to have the golden handcuffs and be chained to their microphone and sorry I can never go out to dinner again. Yeah. Or somebody else is in hog heaven in that position. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to like know what success looks like. Um and yeah, you have to let your team know, you know, yeah. so they can help you focus on that thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I remember when I first met you, Rachel, Like I knew we were going to be good friends and I couldn't wait to meet you in person, but it's all of your, I mean, we were talking before we hit play um, to to be on the podcast today, but you always say Rachel's like six people, you know, like, I mean, you do so many different things. It's just astounding. And, um, um, so you are the queen of, so when I need to set new goals for myself, um, I ask Rachel if she wants to have a cup of tea with me, <laughs> and uh, yes, we do. Whatever we say, we're going to do. So yes. yes, that's it. And
0: it's and it's exciting. And life is is here. We only live it once. You know that this is this is it. It's not you know yesterday or tomorrow. It's now, right now. And I think you know we have to embrace it. I was I was saying earlier um, on a Facebook Live to the Voice of a Network group about you know we are to be where you are you are exactly where you're meant to be and if you can own that and 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 be true to that and accept that and then go okay this is life enjoy where you are now and then and then think where do i want to go and make those bold choices those those things that you know choose to 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 work in the you know if you want to be in a disney movie make that your goal and go for it you know there's no you know th- we're here for we're here once That's it. We've got one chance on this planet, and somebody's going to book that role in that Disney movie, or you know, the AAA video game, or that massive national commercial. And and so, if that's what you want to do, like all of you listening, I say go for it. Absolutely, go for it. And just you've got to believe in yourself.
1: No, it's so true, and it's not just BS. Like, listen to Rachel. Like, it's true. Like, set your sights on things, and then line your business up to support that. You know, and and, you know, back to the branding thing, like if your goal is to work for Disney, brand yourself to work for Disney. Like if your goal is to, you know, be a social media influencer, brand yourself to be a voiceover talent who is a social media influencer, you know. So, um, you know, shoot that that brand Mm -hmm. and that message and that business plan, those goals to those things you want to do. And um, I've been doing this long enough that the people who i met, you know, 15 years ago who were the new kind of self-marketing entrepreneurs, you know, and i only knew like the agented people who were getting all their calls through the agent. So i met these people who were such entrepreneurs and maybe some of them were newer, well they're now the old guard. And they're solid, they're doing everything they laid out, their goals to do and you know, they've got great success and you know, and then there was the pay early pandemic new ones who are now yeah. making the number that they said they wanted to make and yeah. landing the kinds of things they wanted to land, you know, like two and a half years later, yeah. you know, so two and a half years ago, they were laying the groundwork, yeah, and just stepping forward. So it's really thrilling, you know, as, a, as an artist rep to watch so many people go from where you are today. Yes to that next big thing it's um pretty cool definitely definitely
0: amazing amazing and so what what advice would you give to to people who are listening what piece of golden advice would you give to them to kind of go away and 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 yeah from this podcast because we talked about a lot of stuff um but yeah what 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 would you like to kind of leave our beautiful wonderful listeners out there with on their lovely
1: day. Yeah. So you won't be surprised to hear me say that, um, you know, to create a brand, um, and it doesn't, and I'm not even just saying that, like I can't brand you all, you know, so that's not a pitch for me to brand you. Um, I did write voiceover achiever, brand your voiceover career, change your life. And it's a workbook, you know, so like go through and think about yourself, and just spend the time like, what is my brand, yeah. you know, and that can morph and grow with you in your career, but it will make a difference in so many areas. Okay. So that is advice, um, that I always give. And, um, and the reason I talk about it so much is because it's so exciting because it does work, yes. um, be a lifelong learner, Yeah, keep coaching, keep paying attention, um, you know, keep shooting for your dreams, you know, through getting better as a talent. Um, and you guys are all awesome, interesting, fabulous human beings. Connect with each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so just keep connecting with other people, keep networking, and um and you're gonna have a, a fun life. Amazing. Amazing,
0: incredible, wonderful advice. Thank you so much, Celia, for joining us today on the Voice Over Hour podcast. You shared wonderful advice. And, uh, yes, everybody, you should check out the – where can they find your book? It's on Amazon? It's on Amazon.
1: Yeah, yes. Voice Over Achiever. Um, so, yeah. yes, and, and um, yeah, just do it like a workbook and see what, nice. see what you come up with.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely amazing and you can follow Celia you're on social media so they can find you on social media too and um wonderful thank you very very much it's been a pleasure to have you on the voiceover hour uh, podcast
1: so fun to see you Rachel can we stay another hour and and uh, keep keep talking it's really really (laughs) such a delight to hang out with you so thanks for having me
0: Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, everybody. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Voiceover Hour podcast. Thank you for listening to the Voiceover Hour podcast, Season 3, brought to you by the Voiceover Network with special sponsors Hindenburg, Apogee, Source Elements, and Focus Right. My name's Rachel Naylor. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out our next episode, bringing you more behind-the-scenes stories in the voiceover industry.